Welcome back to this week's episode of Toys on Tap. This week we have a newer artist, Bootleg Toy Co., coming on the podcast. Digital sculptor and toy maker, his work looks incredible for being so new to toys and so new to the scene. You want a free way to support the show? You can like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can rate and review. Helps more people get their ears on this podcast. And- and if you want to support the show a little bit more, you can jump on that Patreon at patreon.com slash toys on tap. Thank you for all the support. Now let's get to this episode of Toys on Tap. What's up, man? Hello? What's up, man? Hey, hey, you're the one of the first ones. I had to uh, do this from home, so you're one of the first ones that gets a home interview. Perfect. Yeah, no <laughs> studio, nothing around me, which is awesome. You might hear just as a quick thing, like tippy tapping around. I have dogs that have long nails, so if you hear it, no problem. Okay, uh, it's but, all good. I might. I'm dude, not gonna I'm, get angry. <laughs> dude i'm stoked that you're here i'm stoked that you're on toys on tap um which yeah, yeah. we're gonna talk about both of these for sure uh sure sure yeah like we have so much like i i mean with every artist i for sure go back and like scroll through and it seems like you're a newer artist so it's like to be making stuff mm-hmm. like this is so rad like pretty early on i think it's pretty sick too <laughs> <laughs> um but before we go any further do you want to introduce yourself tell everyone who you are what you do um my name is anthony or i go by bootleg toy co on instagram and i make toys in my spare time Dude. pretty much <laughs> you're living the dream i'm pretending <laughs> <laughs> tell me about uh the name bootleg toy co because uh we're gonna get to it there's a figure there as well that like meshes with it but tell me how you came around with bootleg toy co well so i had a couple names in mind but they were kind of taken already so i was struggling and i was just thinking about like back in the day when my uncle used to uh get beer on sunday when it used to you know it's called bootleg you know Mm -hmm. and i don't know why but that name just stuck in my head and i was just kind of tossing it back and forth with my friend at work and i just kind of ended up going with it i i think it's funny though because i don't actually make bootleg toys necessarily as far as like the webster's definition (laughs) yeah you know that term is like it's so all-encompassing now and i think it um i mean i've heard suck lord talk about it and i've heard other artists talk about what they do the legend yeah and it's just like uh artists made toys (laughs) like toys they all get thrown together yeah I honestly had no idea that this was such a massive scene, to be honest. Yeah. I'm shocked. It's crazy. Um, the the term that has gotten thrown around a lot is toy scene. 
from Kenner's Star Wars collection, each sold separately. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This episode is brought to you by Elixir Toys, a Fubi creator based out of South Florida. Elixir is out there conjuring up toys that are best described as horror meets nature. His toy creations include Fun Gusting, the evil man-eating mushroom, Thick Gusting, the big booty chibi mushroom, and of course the seer, an evil shaman and conjurer of chaos. If you're wondering how often these new things drop, new drops come every month. And these drops range from different colorways, different pay apps, different artists collaborating with them, and they are so sick. To get your hands on these pieces and to find out more about Elixir Toys, you can find him on Instagram at Elixir Toys, or you can go to his website at ElixirToys.com. Um, but that includes a hell of a lot of people when you break it down like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like Absolutely. I've brought on um, – sculptors 3d sculptors uh people like scott hensi and dimension x um and then people like suck lord who are if there was someone that was creating something close to a bootleg that that's the guy Mm -hmm. um and then Mm -hmm. like designer toys and safubi they've been on and so it's it's a crazy scene to see that it's like it's just crazy and i don't know it's hard to describe how intense it is and and when i come in and i'm like i mess around with toys and people are like that's like what four people <laughs> yeah i'm feeling the same way man <laughs> yeah so um why toys usually i ask people to go over their like backstory which if this is included in there that's great um but like why toys? I always try to answer that question. Let's see what you got. Well, so I kind of got into this. I, I kind of stumbled in into it on accident. Yeah. Uh, I, my, my buddies at work had a 3D printer and they were kind of showing me some just like dumb stuff. And I was like, oh man, that is awesome. So I got a 3D printer and then I I found a guy who actually models like Ninja Turtle action figures and stuff. And that kind of just opened the doors wide open ever since then. I've just been, I've downloaded Nomad. I'm like 3D modeling. <laughs> I don't, I mean, yeah. Uh, I, but why toys? I just, yeah. They're just, they're, they're awesome pieces of art. I mean, simple as that, like. Yeah, I, I get on Instagram and I just start scrolling through all these either Sofubi artists or vi- uh, well, vinyl resin uh, casting and 3D modeling. I mean, it's just all super cool. Yeah, so. and it's there's no shortage in how much information is out there too. It's true. Just it's nonstop. Yeah, <laughs> they're like. I, I run a couple different Instagram accounts. I run one for work. And have you ever gotten to the point where the check mark comes up and it's like, you, you've you caught up. You're all caught up for the day. No. And what, so the, the check mark. Yeah, the check mark is you have scrolled through 
all of the posts that have been posted. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't do that. So, <laughs> and it's easier because that account follows like 20 people, right? So I can get to the bottom. Oh, okay. And, yeah. yeah. And if I got if you. all 20 posts, it takes 30 seconds to get to the bottom, but usually it's like one or two posts mm-hmm. in a day. Um, what's crazy is I've never seen the bottom of mine because it's just so much toy stuff just constantly. Yeah. I'm following like 4,000 people and it's just like, <laughs> it's strictly all artists and yeah. toy makers. It's, it's insane. Yeah. You know, but, um, so like toys, you love them. I, I don't know how old you are, but tell me like growing up, what favorite toys would you grow up with? What are the toys that you had? So, I've been thinking about this because I know you'd be asking this question a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, I didn't really have a bunch of toys, so I thought, but then I started thinking about it, like, I had a bunch of, like, Batman figures, like, I got a huge Batcave for Christmas one year, that was super cool, and then my neighbors across the street had Ninja Turtles, and so we were always fighting them together and stuff, Yeah. and, and then I heard that you like Furbies. Hell yeah! So I ha- I had to bring that up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I had a Furby. I had a few Furbies, and I used to set them in front of the TV to try to get them to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was thought that would teach them, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Furbies, dude, were like, I still am so impressed and in love with like how stupid Furbies were and how they like That's so funny. Yeah. Like one of I think the only or one of the only toys to ever be banned from government buildings <laughs> that's what happened yeah so i have no idea about that well i mean hey so i did a uh i do the toy history things and i'll do like deep dives on some of them and furby's when they first got created it was a new software like it like nothing had ever been created like that before and so right the crazy thing that people always do is when they don't understand something, they ban it immediately. The thing that they thought was happening was they thought it was Bluetooth before they knew what Bluetooth was. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't not even close, like the sensory (laughs) and how it works. Like the reason why they go off in the middle of the night is just like glitchy software from the beginning (laughs) creations. Like classic classic 90s tech. Yeah. And like, (laughs) They started so many different ones, and um, but yeah, it's crazy. The one that they should have been worried about, um, that they were never worried about. Do you remember? Okay, when were you born? Uh, 91. Okay, okay, so we're I was born in 90, we're like right there. So, there after well, Furby, was- I will say though, I live under a boulder. <laughs> <laughs> so, after Furby was created. Um, there was this crazy line of weird things that were created following it, like electronic pets. Okay. Okay. So there was this one called Poochie. It's like an electronic <laughs> robotic dog. The dog? Yep. Yeah. The one I that is that. most scary is the bird. So they made this bird one. And then they I remember had, that too. Okay. It had these like weird black eyes and like robotic looking okay like if anyone's listening it would be a dope like bootleg toy to create 
replicated dude it. i can remember that perfectly yeah and so <laughs> i know exactly what you're talking about what was so crazy about that one is they made a um a kids meal from mcdonald's that had these mm-hmm. toys and you could hold down yep. the button and record and then let go and it would play back mm-hmm. here is I remember the that. craziest part all of them just would delete the sound right away however there was a glitch in a couple of them that would keep the sound forever so then mm-hmm. like oh yeah like years later someone would hit the button and it would recite something from when they were a kid oh yeah yeah so 90s glitchy bullcrap is crazy hell yeah speaking of mcdonald's toys do you remember the um inspector gadget dude the whole build the body yeah you had a yeah. like a symbol arm a leg and yep. all that stuff uh do you have it yeah i went I don't. My my mom sold it a long time ago, but I was on eBay the other day thinking about buying one. <laughs> I will do you a trade. We'll talk after this. I will send you a full okay. complete one. No. Yeah. No. Like everything still works. Everything moves. Um, yeah. And we'll do it. No one can see this because I don't post videos, but when you make the, because sure. you're like sculpting the toys on tap one i'll trade yeah. you however many you see fit is fair for that whole inspector gadget deal yeah. deal easy uh like that, the only that, reason is because it takes up so much room on my shelf oh man well i don't have any room or i don't have anything on my <laughs> shelf so i need some stuff to put it up <laughs> oh dude yeah it's like uh the most genius thing that they've ever done but yeah it really was yeah, I went to like every McDonald's. My mom, I made my mom take me to every McDonald's until I got the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was, um, they did uh, a dangerous chess piece. I don't remember, or know if you remember when you push the head down. Yeah, the spark. Yeah. Uh, when you're a kid, that chest can open up and you can just shoot sparks everywhere. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tons were more dangerous back then. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, so you like didn't have many toys or you thought you didn't. What are the toys you had most of when you're looking back? You had some Furbies, you had some other stuff. What are the ones you had like I every person or every kid had like I talked to a lot of people about G.I. Joe, which we didn't grow up with a lot of G.I. Yeah. Joe. I didn't have G.I. Joe. Right. Like I said, I had some Batman. Um so I'm half Mexican, so I have like mm-hmm. 400 cousins, and <laughs> um, so I got their hand-me-down wrestlers. I had oh, a bunch of wrestlers. Yes. I couldn't tell you the names of them, but I had like the Titan Tron, mm-hmm. where you could like set the figures on top of it. That that was pretty cool. But Dude. yeah, I don't have any of those anymore either. Unfortunately, do you remember the uh, Batcave you had? I don't know exactly which model it was, but okay. it had to have been sometime in the 90s. Yeah. It, only... it had a zipline Batman. Yep. Yep. It was super cool. Uh, that was the one before that. So they made like four of the Batman ones. Mm-hmm. Um, the one right. before the zipline and the one after the zipline are the exact same. They just put it in a different box. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So it's awesome. Uh, yeah, they were just recycling. 
Well, it's a sick toy. I wish I still had it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, we need a bat cave like sent ASAP. Yes. Right now. Um, <laughs> I see what's crazy is Batman toys went through this weird phase where anytime Batman did anything in the show, they were like, awesome. That's a new Batman. Like throw him in an ice <laughs> suit, throw him in a helicopter, throw him in a, it was awesome. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember having any of the aftermarket Batman, <laughs> but I do remember that set and it was pretty awesome. Yeah. So you, you get, you got to have some kind of an art background, right? Like you love toys and then you start making toys. So there's a middle ground between these two eras. What kind of an artist? Well, I've been, wow. I just, I, I just love creating. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been coloring and drawing and making stuff with my grandma growing up and uh, you know, going doing art shows in high school. Uh, I was kind of a little bit of a painter. I don't really do too much now, but I dabbled in the paint. And um, yeah, so I'm just creative. I, I'm a musician as well. I play guitar and drums and sample music and stuff. And uh, I don't know. I just always need to be creating something. I mean, before I did this, I made some huge uh paper mache rick and morty mask for me and my wife to be for halloween <laughs> oh good so i'm just always i'm always making something yeah and then i got the 3d printer and like i said it's just kind of the rest is history yeah uh <laughs> and i'm assuming because i have your resin prints um do you also have what's the other one pla yeah fdm uh, uh. I might have one around here. We interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. Meanwhile, in a galaxy of bootleg treasures. DOV2, we have engine failure. We must crash land on DKE Toy Planet. Oh my, we're doomed. Wait, salvation. Hooray, we're saved, DOV2. Limited edition custom artist-made action figures and DKE Toys. Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog. Hooray for custom action figures. DKE. Oh, I was just going to bring that up. The turtle and you made the C-3PO, the thick one. Oh, yep. Oh, uh, Pocket Salsa has that. But, yeah, this is the uh, PLA. It's kind of, you can kind of see the lines. Yeah. I feel like that's uh, kind of why stopped because yeah, the lines. It is, but mm -hmm. I just it was bugging me. And then yeah. I found the resin printer, and it's just uh, so clean and smooth. You know, the resin printer. I I mean, I don't know anything about three D printing. I gotta come out right and say that immediately, um, because <laughs> no I this is how much I don't know. Okay. You create like you sent this as a part of like this care package, which I'm thank you. They're now all in my shelf except this one because I wanted to bring this one up. Absolutely. Um, sure. you put holes in them through your machine, mm -hmm. you clicked a button. My mm -hmm. dumb brain saw that and I immediately put it to my mouth because I thought it was a whistle. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
well that would be super cool but yeah it's definitely not a whistle <laughs> yeah and i was like oh shit he created a whistle and i did that and as i was doing it i was like that is not even close to a whistle <laughs> sorry man that whistle sucked <laughs> luckily like my wife's on vacation so i had no one to like stare at me while i did something <laughs> stupid holy hell that's hilarious um but yeah i think uh i feel that too with um the lines like uh dimension x toys mm -hmm. when he does the giant ones he like coats awesome them. i yeah. wish i knew his whole process i, I think he's told me but yeah. um gets it so you can't see the lines but there's something about the like mm -hmm. printing that's like beautiful yeah it's almost just ready to go pretty much i mean if you look at that one piece it's kind of got some like pock marks on his belly but mm. it's just because while it's being pulled out of the resin right here is all where the uh, uh the supports go so mm. it kind of leaves like little pock marks unfortunately which I'm not even I've been having care. a couple issues with my printer, but yeah, I mean, it's not terrible, but it is there. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, I hear that's the one reason that I don't buy one. Cause every time I talk to someone that prints usually within like 20 minutes, they're like, yeah, I'm having a little bit of trouble with my printer. And it's like, Oh my gosh. They're finicky. I, wow. which uh, resin printer do you have? I have the, the uh, Elegoo Saturn II 8K. Okay. okay. So I don't know yeah. any of what that means. I just know that there's that company and um, other companies. <laughs> the resolution is 8K, kind of like a TV. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they got like 4K and no, they have 8K, I guess. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> just, just better resolution. Um, so how it works is it flashes a, a light of each layer i mean if you kind of look at this guy let's just say this guy was printed in resin each one of those lines is a layer mm -hmm. and as it's being pulled out it flashes a light and that cures that layer of resin and then it pulls out dips back in flashes a light each layer until you got a full figure okay but, holy moly uh, so, so if you have 4k resolution versus 8k resolution it's just kind of like going from 1080p to 4k or whatever on mm -hmm. your television just better picture Jeez, i uh yeah i my astron figure which um yeah is resin printed uh and it like mm -hmm. comes out super well but then um yeah dimension x did or uh was it dimension or bastards did uh the large ones um and they're i can't reach one right now but they're massive they're like yeah I, I know the one <laughs> yeah but you can tell the like lines and so it takes some work like i spray the hell out of it oh, with yeah. um uh some kind of primer that fills it filler primer whatever oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. and it just like cool. makes it smooth again nice yeah huh. it's the it's pla or resin um or do you know pla um the small one is resin but there's not i don't know anyone yeah. with a big enough uh resin printer but yeah they like all the lines are gone comes out great oh man 
That is beautiful. So, so the bigger you go on PLA, it uh, tends to hide the lines a little better. Oh, but, great. I mean, they're still obviously still there, but yeah, the bigger you go, the more detail it can kind of. I'd kill love it. to figure out how to do it in resin, but it's like even the legs by themselves, like it's giant. Yeah. How tall is it? 12 inches? I think it's 12 inches. Well, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but are you, are you familiar with uh, Zimatko, Zimatko? Oh, they have a large scale. He's got a Jupiter, which is bigger than the Saturn. Okay. I don't know so... if he uh, does. I don't know if he, you know, 3D prints for people or whatever, but yeah, he does have a Jupiter. It's one I'll of my throw that out there. It's I mean, it's one of my favorite things to work with 3D <laughs> sculptors, right? Like I, I've already started sending you stuff and um yeah. it's because it's a skill that like people have said you can learn it, but I have other things I want to work on. Like I don't want to devote the mm -hmm. most amount of time to that. And so like getting those printed is just way easier for me than anything else. For sure. I hear you. Um yeah, <laughs> I agree. Uh, so you're always a creative, and then one day something had to have clicked, and you saw toys. What was that mm -hmm. click that happened that like sent you on this? Because it's not that long ago, right? How long have you been in this scene? Um, since October, maybe August. August, I think. So okay. almost a year. Yeah. Hey, not even. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Since August, and uh, like I said, I saw that Ninja Turtle, and I was just like, "Wow, I need I need to figure that out. I need to know how to do this. I'm not quite there yet. I still don't know how to do articulation quite. I mean, I know how to do it. I just haven't applied it yet. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I I linked up with um, Lindsay the Rat Boy. I don't know mm -hmm. if you're familiar with him in Australia, right? But I'll, Yep, a lot of my stuff is based off of his crazy, wacky characters that he draws up, and I talk to him a lot, and I'm just like, yeah, that would be super cool to be a toy, and yeah. And then you just start throwing it together. That's how that happens. Yep. So uh, you also Try. sent me, is this also ba based off of one of his? No, so that's a... Uh, uh, another guy named Chris West. His Instagram is Art of Chris West, mm -hmm. and he's a, he's another guy I like to work with. He uh, make this bat figure too, like a cyborg bat. Oh, rad! And um, um I got a couple say, of the other cyborg ones. So I don't know anything about this piece, right? So I it mm -hmm. came in that box. Um, sadly, I realized that there's supposed to be fan blades right there. Yeah, did they bust? They did, but it still <laughs> looks like something that a robot would have, so I'm okay with it. Oh, yeah. Um, Here's a little bigger. Oh, version. holy hell. Uh, this is my favorite toy I've ever held in my hand. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. A little mini? Well, like, I don't know what it is about this toy, um, but, like... The fact that it doesn't move and the fact that it's like it's this little Viking looking robot, like I don't know. <laughs> uh did you have to design yeah. it for him? 
or like his design, but did you have to like build it in Nomad? Yeah, so I just 3D sculpt everything people send me. And yeah, he's he likes this he's like, like crazy. He was going he was going wild for a while, like like a month and month straight. He was just giving me design after design after design. I was like, Whew, yeah, <laughs> I gotta pick some of these out. Yeah. So yeah, I got I got like three or four of them. I don't really have any right now, but printed up anyway. Yeah. But uh yeah, he designed that little robot and he thought it'd be cool to do it double double headed. Oh, absolutely. So, I would fill if uh, he needs to listen to the podcast. I would fill my shelves 40, 50 times over with these things. <laughs> Man, I should have sent you more. Like I can still send you some more. For they're sure. so crazy looking and they just they remind me of board game pieces. That's why I love it so much. Here, I might have a couple other ones. Oh, are there so there are more designs of those little robots? Yeah, I got a little few more little robots. Here's a little guy. Oh, see, see that one's so good. And then he's got a little tank on his back. I have another one around here. I thought was pretty cool. Oh, that's a good one. And I don't know if you can see him very well, but they are also on the Instagram. He's a, uh, he's also a double-headed figure. That, those are all getting posted up on the story today. Yeah, these are insane looking. They're so fun. Um, and they're not hollow and like solid pieces, right? Yep, those are okay. solid. Um, mm-hmm. I so you're taking all these different like things that are being drawn and designing them. So you're just kind of being like trial by fire right? Like learning how to do it on the fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I watch a lot of YouTube videos on how to do different techniques. And I, I kind of try to here lately, I've been slacking a little bit, but I try to like watch a video and learn, learn a little new technique and then take it home and try to do something with it or something i mean that probably doesn't make any sense but (laughs) no 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 it does it does Uh, i I hear that with like even with resin pouring when someone says something mm -hmm. i'm like whoa 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 we got to pause there because i need to go try that real quick (laughs) yeah Um, yeah there's so much to learn but it's like a stupid amount i the more that i realize or the more that i think i know about resin and all that stuff the more that i'm like i know nothing about this whole thing (laughs) yeah resin pouring is i mean yeah i know nothing about that like i'm getting better and i think everyone um loves to see that feeling in their own work like you're getting better but it's like every time i take a step I'm like, God dang it. I'm like four steps behind even the closest person. Yeah. But thing that matters is if you're progressing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you created with all this, like creating of what the drawings and stuff and the characters, you created another mm-hmm. favorite toy that I've seen. Uh, the bootleg toy guy, I guess. What's his actual name? <laughs> 
I haven't really decided yet. The bootleg pusher or something like that. I don't know. I can't think of a name. It's bootleg toy dealer. Which <laughs> street is, creep? Oh, that is so good. Street creep is perfect. That sounds pretty cool. I just thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's a toy that, like, for sure, it like. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I started the bootleg market and then uh, someone was like, you need to go look at bootleg toy co's design. And that's when I uh, immediately reached out. Because oh, that's like, hilarious. That is the toy of the show. Like that is it that like, <laughs> I was going to say, I, I saw that post and I'm like, oh man, I just, I need to just bring this to life, man. So <laughs> absolutely. It so, and it's, oh, it's so good. <laughs> he's not done yet and i still need to tweak him up a bit just yeah. to get him to print but trial and error my favorite is that you not only did you create this like street creep this bootleg pusher but then you like <laughs> shrunk those toys down to the tiniest and they like hook in perfectly that's the idea as far as uh, accomplishing that task has been kind of difficult. Yeah. But I'm getting closer. I have a few curing over here. I can't really touch them, but. Thursday night, 7 p.m. YouTube Live. It's Toys Alive. Toys Alive. Toys Alive. There's way cool artist unboxing. No it counts under a thousand followers. What? Art out there for 30 bucks or less. Radical. Collector spotlight. Ooh, Current and upcoming shows and drops. Right. Giveaways. What? Short chats with artists. News from the hood. 100% indie all the time. That's, That's Toys Live. Toys Live. Thursday nights, 7 p.m. PST, YouTube Live. I got a few to work, so I'm getting really close. I just had to blow it up even bigger. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you explain the process to me um, as you're designing that figure. Like, how are you figuring out that you need to like get these uh, smaller than micro machine looking things on his jacket? Mm -hmm. How are you working through that? Yeah. Well, so first I, I started with the design of just making like the guy himself. He was like holding his jacket open or whatever. And then um, I had like modeled it at first to have the the figures like already just basically, I would kind of say cast it on there, just mm -hmm. stuck on there. And um, it just wasn't looking right. And I'm mm -hmm. like, man, how can I, how can I make this, you know, look better? And then I was like, oh, man, it'd be so cool if they were, like, actually hanging from his jacket. Mm. And so I was like, oh, I can just put hooks on there and then put holes in the jacket so I can, yeah. But uh, so Zymot Co., he actually, he actually gave me an idea today of making the little minifigures with loops on the, on the heads instead of hooks. Mm -hmm. and then having the hooks actually on his jacket so i might try that out but like i said this is all trial and error so some things work and some things don't the i mean what's cool about the toy it reminds me of the like history that i hear about right the scene has um 
when Sucklord's like in the beginning of starting this with Healy and a bunch of the others, um, there's this like really like grittiness to the toy scene for what they were doing, like selling illegal copies of whatever. And yeah. the toy like personifies early resin bootleg toys because it like just gives it this, I don't know, this grungy feel of like, oh, I'm doing something so sinister. And it, it's so good. Cool. cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually really stoked to hear that. I'm always worried, like, since I'm 3D printing this shit, it's like, I'm always like, man, this, this just isn't as... I feel like resin casting is so much cooler than 3D printing, in my opinion. Yeah. But I, I, I feel like resin printing kind of has, like, a stigma, if you mm-hmm. will. It's just, just not there yet, you know? What is... I mean, res, resin casting is beautiful. Yeah, I mean... Like, I, there's something amazing about just commissioning things to be resin printed, right? Instead of spending the hours that it takes to, like, mold correctly, get the seam lines, like, everything perfect. Um, mm-hmm. I it's it, What's tough is um, if people do look down on resin printing, um, I don't see there being much difference between resin printing and factory made toys. Like they just come out so perfect, both of them. Um, And it's done in a way in which like, they're supposed to look that way is they're supposed to look like well done and already crafted and everything. And I think there's, Mm -hmm. there's gotta be a place for it, right? Everyone does both. Um, Sure. I refuse to do uh, resin pouring for Astron. I can't get (laughs) some of the things I can't get how I want. And I don't want to do magnetic articulation. So I just throw money at other people to get them printed for me. Sure. Can I ask why you don't want to do uh, magnetic articulation? Because I've been trying, I've been thinking about doing that, but I just, I I haven't done it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think that magnetic articulation is bad at all. Um, I've done it before. I have a couple uh, old toys that I have that I've done it to. Um, the only reason that I chose not to with Astron is because I want to get it closer. I want to get it as close to factory as possible without being factory. And the way that I saw to do that was like having the like joints. Yeah. The joint clips thrown on Um, my first, I have a um, man, what is it called? I don't know what it's called. A a progression. Like I I built a a shadow box um, of the progression of Astron and it like, it started out as one solid piece. And then, like, I have magnets on it. And then um, I worked through a different joint system with a couple people, like ball and socket. But it doesn't, like, you need a lot of give to have a ball and socket thing in there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I just, I moved on to the clip situation. And, like, it's come out amazing. I love it. That's an awesome idea you have with the sequence of them. That's super cool. Never throw your stuff away. Like, 
make a progress report of it (laughs) especially the like the street creep like you i'm assuming you have the first one that you ever did keep that sure yeah yeah i get kind of i get kind of attached to them but also pocket salsa i know you know that guy yeah uh he he wants to do something with them so i might I might hand him over that one, or I might just make him a new one. I don't know yet. Make him but, a new one. Yeah, he. You think so? Yeah, you even gotta if keep that. Even if it's better. <laughs> yeah, you got the reason keep that. The reason I was gonna do this one is because if you see the backside, it's all jacked up. Mm-hmm. It's like coat didn't didn't uh, print properly, and he's got all this bullshit on his jacket. <laughs> so. He was gonna like kind of hide it with one of his uh, dioramas he does. Gonna, yeah, yeah. I thought that might be the perfect one, but no, yeah, that sequence sounds so 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 cool. Like I might have to do that, especially <laughs> and the minifigures. Oh, oh my those gosh, pissing me off. Those like <laughs> that would be like if you're gonna do it. It's like every round that you do the minifigures. Just if they are bad, hang them on that thing because there's gonna be like that's a good idea whole progressions of it that you're going to look back on and be so stoked that you saved them. Yeah, no, you're right. That's, that's a good idea. Uh, With the, I mean, with your figures like coming to life and with all these things um, and then being in this scene, where are you headed? Where do you uh, like, what do you want to do with these figures? Where do you want to take them? What are some more like bigger projects you want to work on as bootleg toy co where are you headed? So right now I'm just kind of, you know, chilling. <laughs> <laughs> um, eventually, I mean, I'd, I'd like to sell more product, but I I feel like I still need to, I still need to get down a few things and, you know, I really like to get uh, packaging done. I think mm-hmm. that'll just take it. I feel like that always just takes it to the next level. But, um, you know, just I'm just taking it one day at a time and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. I, I enjoy 3D modeling. I think it's really cool that you can just take a ball of clay and pull on it a few times and turn it into something else and then bring it to life by the 3D printer. Yeah. I, I'm assuming you've seen um, Making a Mutant. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in the Making a Mutant. Are you? What's your um? Yep. How how many rounds have you been in with Making a Mutant? So I joined in on the Apocalyptico round. Great. With uh. Yeah, yeah. So that was my first round, and then we just did the Food Fighters. Yeah, last month. And which that, one did and you? Now des- we're finishing up on the food fighter. Yeah, which part did you design? Um, so I actually did a few. I think somebody dropped out, and um, I ended up making a joke arm. It was a chicken leg. I think I might have it. <laughs> I made this little chicken leg oh, or so chicken good. arm, whatever. Yeah, I thought it'd be funny. But they ended up using that one. I did that. I did the noodle, the noodle arm. Mm-hmm. Got like a Chinese box with a noodle. I don't think I have one with me. But I did that. And then I did a 
like a clam bake uh a leg for that mm. for the next one it was like a bucket and had some crab legs popping out of there of his leg and shit. nice uh, yeah. so i did a few for that round the the first one i did the apocalyptica was like a um, radiation it's kind of like toxic crusaders mm-hmm. leg he was like stuck in a barrel of radiation yeah now that one's probably my favorite dude that that project is my absolute favorite because it's like oh my god i'm in love with it yeah the collaboration <laughs> style is so intense and i've i've met um a couple of the artists that are a part of it and i'm slowly making sure. my rounds but there's so many now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like 30, I think. Yeah. It's pretty intense. What's We're making crazy? like four figures at a time. Yeah, because I like that's always my question, right? If everyone has a leg, uh a body, and a head, that's realistically what is that? Six pieces. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Six and then per figure. Maybe a weapon. And so you're there, you guys are finding out ways mm-hmm. of how to like get 30 people on this at a time. And it's, you're just bringing to life a whole toy line. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I, I love it. There's a guy on there. His name is more horrific. He's probably one of my favorites. Uh, well, I mean, they're all super rad. Yeah. I mean, he, he makes these crazy, like, it's got a grimace on there. Oh, in the Ronald McDonald boot. And then I think he also did this one, which is an ice cream cone. And again, forgive me for the light, but oh, it's so it's good. ice cream cone. And then on the back, it's like a melted skull. He's he's crazy, man. That that group is insane. Yeah. Here's I've... my little Chinese noodle line. Oh, that's so good. Not quite done yet, but. The painting on them is intense too. Like I've seen how you guys do it and it's like the noodles by themselves are like coming off of it. So it's got to be painstaking. (laughs) Yeah. I'm still learning too. So I'm just, I'm just pretending to paint. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, there's like peas on there and carrots and stuff. Oh, so good. Probably can't see it with this stupid light, but <laughs> yeah. Um, wait. Do you um something that I have been thinking about with them because I want to. I have Dimension X coming on. I think next week, actually. Um, awesome. But um, do you have from the ones that you have been a part of? Do you have full prints of the figures out? Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to get them. Grab one. Okay. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do have them. Oh, there we go. I've already told Dimension X what my (laughs) dream is. I need to get like the full set and have them just sitting on a shelf. Oh, he's not put together, but I got him in this McDonald's box. Oh, it's (laughs) this is a this is the apocalyptic around. Yeah. That head is insane. And um, yeah, I got the other one too. I think he's in pieces as well. I was trying to stuff him in this box. That's the but, best way to store it. Yeah. <laughs> the McDonald's box? Yeah. It's yeah. so good. I uh for the last round since it was food fighters, 
um i like whenever they announced what the theme was like the first day or the second day i was like i went to mcdonald's and was like can i get a bunch of like big mac boxes i know it's a weird question but they ended up being too small and i had to get like bigger chicken chicken sandwich boxes (laughs) nice nice um i mean yeah that's crazy i love making a mutant i've never seen anything like it before and so it's cool to see all those artists working together yeah i'm super stoked to be working with like incredible artists from all over the world it's it's crazy i never thought that would happen but i'm glad it did so with like all that you've created and what you're working on is there a next figure that you have in mind that you're going to start with um so me and Lindsay kind of have something tossing around i i uh my ipad actually uh messed up this morning like the Mm. charger won't work on it so i was gonna start on it today but um yeah we i mean we always have a a couple things we're thinking of so yeah yeah we do (laughs) that's so right i can't wait i don't yeah it's gonna be like a, a a skull body Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm giving away too much. It's a skull body with like a disgusting Frankenstein type head, and he's got like crazy arms and like just yeah. total Lindsay the Rat Boy style. Yeah, <laughs> so good. So as we like go towards uh, the end of the podcast, one of my favorite parts with every artist is they get to plug everything mm-hmm. that they're doing, how people can get in touch if they do commissions, all those things. So this is your moment, man. Yeah, I don't really have anything coming up, but uh, uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, Bootleg Toyco, and if you want to work together, got some cool ideas, toss them my way, and we'll see what we can do. Yeah, dude, thank you so Appreciate much. Appreciate you for... having me on, man.